good evening and welcome to another episode of the Evening Almanac with comedian Jamie Jackson. It's meant to be Sunday night, it's Monday morning, but of course I missed the podcast last night. Why? Because I couldn't be fucked. That's why you're not my boss. You're not the boss of me. I'll do what I want. Stop holding me to account. I'm holding myself to account, really. Having a coffee in the morning like I'm some kind of yuppie. And, um... Yes, it's the beginning of the week. I'm actually quite upbeat considering I've got a very busy week ahead. I've got a very busy month of gigs. I've decided, and this is not going to be about comedy, but just to keep you abreast of the situation that I am going to do my November run of gigs and then take December off and have a long, hard think about what I think about comedy in general. I don't want to quit just because it's hard, but sometimes you've got to think to yourself, am I enjoying it? But then what is enjoyment? Sometimes it's better to like have interest and progress in something. Anyway, food for thought, yeah? Food for thought, how are you doing? Let's have a chat today. <laughs> how are you? Yeah, great. I might join Twitter again, so Elon Musk is taking over. So I might just, you know, join Twitter again because it's, it's now going to be cool. It's not going to be some ideological hellscape um, that, that it was before. I didn't actually quit for that kind of reason at all. I quit Twitter about a year ago after being on it for a decade because it drove me, it actually drove me mad because it's not the real world. It's people screaming at each other about every single thing that happens in the news. And, oh, it it got to the point where it upset me quite a bit. But I did very much enjoy Brexit on Twitter. Um, This is going to make me sound cocky, or uh, dislikable. (laughs) But I'm just going to say it because it is what happened. I actively engaged with, um, argued with people on Twitter about Brexit because I wanted to be proved wrong. I wanted to see what, what I had missed. I voted leave. Apparently that was like the worst thing in the world. It was going to be Armageddon. It, it was, um, just, you know, the end of times. So I was like, okay, t- tell me what I've missed. And every single person I argued with, QCs, there was a lot of QCs who were like um, pro-EU. And I and I engaged with a lot of them. And um, some, yeah, some rabid Remainers. And, and it would often be like me versus three or four of them all piling on. And at no point did they say anything that I hadn't considered nor did they seem to know what they voted for. That was the interesting thing. People who voted leave, a lot of it was like, okay, I've seen how the EU works. I don't like this. And so they voted leave. A lot of people who voted remain, they voted, I would say, more with their gut than they did, than than leavers did. And this isn't about Brexit. It's just interesting, I suppose it is a bit, uh, that... When it got down to the brass tax of things, yeah. When it got when we got down to the brass tax, it appeared that these people didn't know what, what, how the EU worked, which I found quite interesting. And okay, a moment that really stuck out to me was when I was arguing with several people about how the EU have got no, has got no political mandate because nobody ever voted um, for the creation of the EU, at least in Britain, and no one no one voted. For for us to even go in to the EEC in uh, in in the seventies, we actually voted to remain 
after we joined. So, I mean, I know that's a technicality, but it was like at no point had we voted for, for the EU in any way, shape or form it's been. And also I've read all of the manifestos around all the big EU treaties and and no party had even mentioned it in the manifesto so it wasn't in a manifesto it wasn't a pledge it wasn't end it was nothing it was all done behind closed doors and then no one seemed to mention or, or, or even understand that they didn't even seem to understand the history of how the eu came about and i remember they said that the, the i was arguing with three or four people about it and the best that they could come up with uh, of the mandate for the eu existing was an advert, Labour, I think it was Labour, or maybe it was the Tories, I can't remember, had put in the paper, like a, like a, like a literally quarter-page advert about uh, why, why, it's, why the EU's good or something in, in, the, in the 70s. They were like, well, this is the mandate. And I was like, an ad, like a quarter-page ad, in a, what are you talking about? You're grasping at straws. If you, if you want to stay in Europe, then that's cool, I don't mind, but it, it's like, don't, don't pretend there is a mandate when there isn't, you know. Surely politics should always be about the truth. This is this is why I'm not, like, left-wing or right-wing. Um, it should be about... Surely it should be about the truth. Surely. We're meant to be hunting down the truth. Not, to, you know, going, I believe this, and then finding reasons to back it up. I actually was a Remainer, and then did my research before the vote, and was like, fuck, this is terrible. I mean, don't get me wrong, I studied at uni and the democratic deficit of it and uh, I got a first in my essay at uni, so there we go. But And also, when I was arguing with people, at no point did I say that I had a degree in politics and international relations because that just makes you sound like a wanker because there's lots of people who are qualified in politics and they still are ideologically bent. I suppose we all are, aren't we? I suppose that's just human beings. You can't help it. And I've stopped thinking that people are right or wrong, generally, because my opinion has changed so much. I'm right or wrong. It's like, I think it was Bertrand Russell who said, I wouldn't die for my beliefs because what if I'm wrong? And that's true. I mean, I, I get what he's saying there. We, we all have these massive blind spots. Like what I know for a fact I believe in now, I know for a fact I won't believe in in 10 years time. Like not all of it. So what is the truth? So surely that's what politics should be and life should be about facing up to the truth as much as possible. Wishful thinking is one thing, but you have to face reality if you wish to progress and change. Well, this has been one of those pods, isn't it? I could I tell you what, I could do uh, half an hour just ranting about Brexit. Um, and I'm not going to do that because it's as mind numbing as it sounds. Thanks for listening. Have a great week. See you on the next pod.